Hey guys, Doc here to tell you about something that could really give you the edge in gaming. I'm talking about our show sponsor, Fade Grips. Thumbstick grips as well as controller grips that give comfort, precision, and control so you can take your gaming to the next level. Just go to fadegrips.store and check out all they have to offer. And with our promo code, CAG20, at checkout, you can get 20% off your entire order. That's fadegrips.store with offer code CAG20. and welcome to episode 40 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week is my co-host, Doc H1X1. Hey, hey. And our, and our rotating third and fourth chairs, community members, Moose. I'm back. So soon. <laughs> Sorry. And 10,000 fists. Hello. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Not too doing bad. Perfect. Uh, first up, just to get some stuff out of the way, um, our survey is closed. The survey that we talked about last week, uh, just a general survey about the podcast, that is done. So I just want to thank everybody who uh, wrote in and gave us feedback. We'll be going through that, and maybe you'll start to see some changes um, coming shortly here. Um, next up, chocolate isn't here, so I will talk about it. We do have a Pod Wars update against Real Gamer Score that should be going down the 23rd of February. Um, that's a Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. We're playing Griff Ball on Halo 5. Yeah. Nice. Um, if you want to watch that, you can tune into twitch.tv slash crossatlanticgaming, and it will be live there. We'll obviously also have the VOD up for it on the YouTube channel uh, shortly after that goes down. And I think, Fists, are you... You might be joining us with that, I think. I'm hoping to, as, as long as he's... Uh pick me as the person you want joining us then sure i'll be more than more than happy to do that we heard you're a griff ball veteran yeah so uh, yeah judging like, by your griff ball talk in the chat you are definitely the pick <laughs> <laughs> yeah can like i ask what's of... a griff ball no idea <laughs> okay <Help>. sweet uh-oh <laughs> Right. Well, at least me and you know what it is. Uh, fist one is a, or, or <laughs> one of you <laughs> okay so griff ball is it's um you've got two teams of four people there is a bomb in the middle of a, an arena um each team uh, four has like um, a pad on on their side of each of the on each side of their arena, and the team has to get into the center, grab the bomb, and place it on the opponent's pad to score a point. And it's basically the first team to score a set number of points. And each person is armed with one uh, with two weapons: an energy sword and a gravity hammer. And that's it. Yep, it's chaotic. No, it's. Um... Because you get the lunge with the sword, and then the hammer is just like obviously it's just devastating. So yeah, that's like an area of effect type of weapon. Like you can sometimes get like two, maybe three of the team with like one swing of that thing if they're all close enough. Yeah, get used to hearing the sound that that hammer makes when it hits, because you'll hear that a lot during the match. Yeah, that's 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 the weapon most people will use in a in a griff ball game. I don't want to say too much and give away tactics or anything. I know just in case the I'm giving away tactics to the other team here, so... Yeah, don't do that. No. Bad idea. They don't listen. All I'm envisioning, though, is uh, American Gladiator's Powerball, so if that's not it, I'm out. <laughs> super far from that, necessarily. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. So make sure you tune in, then. I'll definitely be hoping to 
get us all together and get maybe a, like even just one little small session of practice in before the actual pod was. Hopefully. I'm gonna be honest, fists. We've talked about practicing <laughs> for every single one of these games and, and never haven't done it. practiced for a <laughs> single one of them. Oh, to be man. fair, the more we talked about practice, the least likely I was to have the game downloaded and ready to go. Right, well, so, I've been, I've yeah, been yeah, pestering you quote. about the, the keeping Halo <laughs> updated every time no, I see I, it. Yeah, I actually hop up. I actually hop on that every now and then, anyways. So yeah, I've, I've, that one's that one's been a mainstay on the hard drive. So cool. Um, up next, I just wanted to let everyone know that our mailbag episode is next episode. So if you want to send in questions for that, you can send them to cagpodcast at gmail or we have an open channel in our Discord uh, where you can lay the questions out there. We have a decent amount so far. So um, get your questions in. Um, anyways, with that, another week in gaming. What have we all been playing? Um, I'm going to start with Crackdown 3 because I haven't been playing it, but Moose and Doc, you guys have both been playing it, um, came out this past Friday in Game Pass, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, um, Moose, why don't you give us your first impressions of Crackdown 3? Well, you know, just like Kingdom Hearts, Crackdown 3 is where I decided to jump in in the series. So, All right. not, not sure why, <laughs> but uh, you're, probably there's a lot was, of lore you're probably missing. But I'll I'll get you up to speed later. Yeah, probably because I've been anticipating this title since what 2014. So <laughs> I think know, that's yeah, I think it's I've been <laughs> I've been hyped since 2016. Um, so you know when I got it on the hard drive, I I had, had no expectations for anything, and I've had a lot of fun. Um, I'd say the most fun thing is to just grab a trash can and you can literally snipe somebody from 500 yards away. Just throwing it at him. It's awesome. What? Or bodies. Yeah, it's, it's basically yeah. absolutely anything cars, that's not dumpsters. nailed down. You can yep. just pick it up Knock and down throw a light it. pole and throw it like a spear through the air. Yeah. <laughs> it's Imagine worth eight the, to like, ten hours of your time to play through the uh, the campaign. Yeah. Like, the best way to play this game is imagine if you were Judge Dredd in the last movie uh, that they came out with that was actually pretty good. And Judge Dredd, and you're like a, with a superhero powers, basically. That's basically yeah. what this is. You're like super cop with superhero powers. I just found this uh, pulse beam gun, and basically all it does is light things on fire and melt things. So I've yes. just been running around making stuff explode and not doing any missions, basically. <laughs> the rocket launchers and the grenade launchers, the stuff that blow up in that game, like I know they're big gimmick is to say bring the boom, but man, the explosions in that game is so freaking cool. Like, yeah. It, it is it is fun. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say like the reviews aren't accurate about what the game is. Like yeah, it's about, the, it's a hard six and a half. Yeah, the only thing I fun. would yeah, the only thing I would take uh, issue with is that I actually think it looks pretty good considering. Um, well, you got to tell the trick, Doc, because I didn't know, and I was like, God, this oh, game looks terrible. Yeah, yeah. So PSA, I guess. Uh, HDR is not on by default. You have to set it what? to on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't... It looks like a, a 360 game. Yeah, don't know how like, that got uh, out of QA, but uh, you have to set it to on from the menu. You can't do it in-game. You have to do it in the menu before you load your game in, too. Man, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, it's weird, but uh, it does make a big difference because that game is freaking gorgeous at night, too, with all like the city neon lights and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, I think the game looks good. It's like it is Crackdown 1 in a modern Xbox, is a modern Xbox One game. It's 100% what it is. But uh, it is super fun, and I've played it way more than I thought I would, and I'll probably end up beating it and try to get more achievements out of it. I do think that the map, like when you bring up the map to like try and work out where different things are, is a little bit, slight bit awkward to navigate a little bit. 
I found. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it, it's all the same color throughout the whole map, and so it, distinguishing the different areas from each other is sometimes a little bit awkward trying to work out where certain things are. Yeah, and, and there's like little quality of life things to where like if you beat a orb race, uh, it doesn't blue it out on the map. It still acts like it's there, but you have to click on it to see that you have a gold in it. Yeah. And there's like little things like that that you're just like, I don't know how that really, you know, got in the final product, but I, I don't know. It, it's, like I said, it's it's fun as hell. I just unlocked a car that can drive up the side of buildings and jump over buildings and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, it's that just, spider and, vehicle yeah, things. It, it's insane like and like i said once you get explosions going and you're just like hopping around and like I, I think the thing that gets overlooked with how fun this game is is how much of a platformer and how much jumping around there is and stuff like that it is that that is one of the funner parts of that game to me for sure so how much terry cruz is in this game no, that's who I picked. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I was like, any yeah. Other character. There's, yeah. There is no other character. Yeah, they they, they theoretically have uh, a lot of the other characters that were from the first game. I didn't really, I didn't play the second one at all, but uh, so I, I recognize a lot of the ones from the first game. But yeah, like I don't know who's picking that up and not playing as Terry Crews because I, <laughs> you might have to bleep me out real quick, Risky, but Moose will know what I'm talking about here. Funniest thing that I found in that game so far is like he has all these quips and like things terry cruz says when he when he's when he's like running around the best one he has is you'll literally be like hopping around buildings or scaling up walls and he'll just out of nowhere be like you gravity <laughs> like, yeah. Just out of nowhere. yeah he just says stuff like that and i'm like that's hilarious oh there's a bicorn moment too good yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's really it, fun it, yeah it's really fun he does come out with some pretty funny stuff he's got some dumb quips but it's <laughs> i don't know well, that's good. I mean, it sounds like you guys are having fun. Like you mentioned, critically, it doesn't seem like it's doing very well or doing very mediocre. I guess it, it's Just definitely kind of middle of the road. Yeah, it's definitely and like I like me and Musa saying, it probably is a six point five, maybe a seven at the best day like rating. Mm -hmm. But it is you do get the sense on the internet right now that it's the cool thing to hate on for sure. Though I mean, it's like if you, you if you did play Crackdown One, um, I haven't actually. I haven't played Wrecking Zone yet actually. I haven't either. No. I gotta give that a shot. Still, it's like yeah. what four on four, five on five. Mm -hmm. Everything, anything, and goes everything or... can just be yeah. torn down. Yeah, pretty much. And you also can't play with your friends, correct? Correct. Don't know yeah, I didn't put that, that in the news, <laughs> but I guess that's coming in an update. Again, not Wait, sure what? how that got There's out of no QA. But, I played uh, with my friend yesterday. Oh, so maybe they already put it in? Maybe Cause that was like a story crew. before it came out. Yeah. Uh, okay, because I played on the the campaign co-op yesterday. My it, buddy yeah, already it's the multi beat it. Okay, it's just uh, the wrecking crew. Just thing. wrecking zone. Yeah. You can't party up with your friends. Right That's now. another thing we should it, say. So he dropped me every gun in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's another thing we should say. You can play the entire game co-op, which is actually really fun too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. totally. Can you both be Terry Crews though? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Oh Absolutely. boy. <laughs> just him yelling about gravity. <laughs> two times the fun well like you'll like light people on fire and it'll just be like he'll just say he says he says some quip about crispy terry or something like that it's just <laughs> he's got some good one-liners seriously like it is yeah. it is he the guy for the old spice commercials for sure. yeah. yeah for it's, sure it's like terry cruz office linebacker <laughs> it's so good so it sounds like if you're going into this game knowing what you're getting <clears throat> that you should enjoy yeah. yourself because the gameplay just, sounds fun yeah it's basically those, it's no, like yeah go ahead yeah it's basically a matter of if you played Crackdown One and you're familiar with how that played, you're gonna very very quickly like understand the like the mechanics of this game and how totally. it works. Right. 
like collecting orbs? Is there lots of? Oh, that's an absolute ton of collecting orbs. (laughs) It's crack, dude. The agility orbs are crack. Like when you see them around the map, you have to go get them. Like there's so many times you're on Spider-Man, risky. You're on your way to like go and do a particular mission, and then you'll just get distracted by an orb. And then you'll go mm. and collect it, and you'll be like about twenty minutes later, you've collected a ton of orbs, and you're like, "What was I doing again before this?" That's yeah. Like, yes. Everything yeah. in the yeah, game you're... shoots a, a bright beam of light in the sky, so you know <laughs> it's so video gamey. It's not even funny, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, I think the consensus is like, probably don't pay sixty dollars for this, but no, it is a no-brainer on Game Pass for free. Yeah. Well, it's worth that, two dollars. So... I think what do they have right now? It's two dollars for two months or something. It's yeah, worth crazy that. good deal. It's yeah. worth a two-dollar sub. Is that for play. everyone? Or is that just no, new it's people? just new, new subscribers. New yeah. God. Yeah, we always get hosed. But uh, yeah, we usually PS... find it for half off, I feel like. If you yeah, catch it, catch my a sub's point. about to run out. I'm going to need one of you guys other than uh, <laughs> Wario64 to hook me up because I've muted the uh, deals <laughs> section of Discord. You're missing out on gold. We'll tag you, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was about to say, uh, if you can hold out till E3, they always do a half off uh, six months at E3 and you can stack it. Right. But yeah, go in with no expectations and you'll have a good time. Good, good. Um, all right, let's move on to a... This is a mobile game, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> 10,000 Fists, Contest of Champions. Yeah. Is that a mobile game? Yeah, it is. I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> all right, it's, tell it, us about it. It's basically it's, it's a Marvel game. Uh, kind of like you... It's, it's a basically a beat-em-up sort of game where you have to collect different Marvel champions from across the Marvel universe. Different, st- the more star rating they've got, the stronger they can be, and you complete content like as a as single player, or as you can join an alliance where there's like other people, like in your alliance, you complete alliance events together and unlock more crystals to get more champions in your roster, and it's. Just something crystals, that I've, I've, you say. Yeah. Can, can you tell Doc what the best value is if you want to buy some crystals? Is there a picture with a lot of crystals coming out of chests <laughs> for ninety nine dollars? There, there is. And a... if I were to buy that chest, would I get twenty additional crystals for free? Oh, you, you, you don't, you don't. It's one of those games where, yeah, you do have the option for microtransactions, and every mobile game does. Let's face it. True, there's no, true. there's no I mean, mobile play, right? You there, know, there so. are people. There, there's, if you were to look for that game on YouTube. There are certain YouTubers that do like specifically play it as a free-to-play player. They don't spend any money on the game whatsoever, and they they have amazing rosters. And just to prove that it is possible to play mobile games without spending a penny on them, um, so it is possible. I won't lie; I've spent a little bit of money on it myself every <laughs> now and then, but not a, an absolute fortune like some people will. So That's... not uh, not free radical levels of gyms of war here. Uh, I couldn't say. I don't know. I've no, I've no <laughs> idea what that means. Uh, did he say like three? <laughs> he didn't say three thousand, did he? Maybe three hundred. I didn't know if he was kidding or not either, but I think he was being serious. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> you have to let us know, free radical, if you were being serious about that dollar amount. <laughs> Although I, I will say he that said doesn't... just last year he spent like six hundred bucks on gyms of war. So probably three thousand then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I mean, it's like it's. Been, and I you, have that game of, on mobile. It's not. It's all right. It's I mean, good. you hear of people spending <laughs> them bad. kind of amounts on like. Obviously, I play FIFA as well. The whales. Like, you, you definitely get the yeah the whales that spend those kind of money even on like, f- on like, full Xbox games and stuff. Let alone on mobile games. So it's like. Totally. But I mean, that's one thing that I've heard that like, even 
with FIFA, like, is that, uh, what's it, Belgium have, like, completely eradicated the purchase of FIFA points. Yeah, um, Belgium won out, apparently, like, too. Yeah, and yeah. it's apparently going to spread to, like, Amsterdam and other countries throughout Europe soon as well. So, like, who knows? They're going to have to change the way that they do their business in terms of making money, like, if they're not going to be able to sell FIFA points. So, it's it's that's a totally separate thing anyway. But, yeah, Conte- Contest of Champions, it's something I play almost every single day on my phone like it's it's just a good time waster for if i'm not doing something else and and i enjoy it and that's the main thing when it comes to games you enjoy playing it then then don't stop playing it as far as i'm concerned so oh i know all about those mobile games you heard of marvel strike force i've heard of it never played it i just checked i'm on my 300th consecutive day logging in for would you say that's better or worse than florence because that's how i judge (laughs) the level of excellence Uh, fourth thousand million billion times better than oh hell yeah (laughs) get in there (laughs) get in there uh good stuff he's telling lies i'm just saying they're what i said you were telling lies trying to get people into your crew it's cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah we do have an alliance uh hit me up if you would like to get (laughs) risky stop sending me spam emails about the alliance i'm not joining (laughs) i'll get you guys one of these days (laughs) Hey, if I would have got that that role on Deadpool, you know, I might still be there. Uh oh. Hey, Deadpool is real easy to get right now, Moose. Let me try to sell you. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna try to sell you, but he is really easy to get right now. So come back anytime. real. And strike and strike force isn't your thing. And you're thinking about contest of champions? Then let me know. Like I can, I can, I can make room in my alliance for it. Everybody yeah, plug think... your alliances here. Is this is this one of those situations like Anthem where the more friends you have playing, the more like m- like in game money or something? Yeah, like, not yeah. not quite. Not not for I don't know about Strike Force. <laughs> not exactly. It's a pyramid scheme. It's just <laughs> totally a pyramid scheme. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Oh god, I just I just realized that's totally what the Anthem thing is. <laughs> it's totally a pyramid scheme. Hey, check out this cool game. And you can get points while I get points at the same time. <laughs> I, have, yeah, I have no vested interest in you getting this. And if you act now... <laughs> Use my promo code. <laughs> yeah. You guys are making these games seem awful, but they're so uh, good. Link in the bio. Fair, fair. Stop it. Get out of here. Um, I want to talk about... I'm sure Moose wants to talk about this as well, and I'm sure Chocolate's going to love to hear about this. Uh, Moose... You've been playing some Gunman Clyde. <laughs> Can't put it down is what, what I heard. Mean, what do you mean playing? It's over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, done. We'll the collection is complete. What happened? It's terrible. Okay. You, you run as this, it's like a side-scrolling <laughs> cowboy shooter that's like literally like pencil drawings. What if you're that's really into is. pencil drawings? Then it's your game for sure. <laughs> But other than that, I you know I can't recommend it to anybody. But <laughs> listen to Chocolate. <laughs> it's game of the year, so it's probably somewhere in between. Oh there. gosh. It's I need to play yeah, Florence so you can tell me oh, it's better and, or worse. And than if, if you're looking for something, like there's just, a segment like if you're in a speed, here. yeah, if you're a speedrunner, this this is a game for you because it took me. Well, I, it looked like Chocolate. It took him like an hour forty to play the first game, and I beat it in an hour. So I'm not sure Ooh. if he. He forgets to push the pods button at the beginning of the, the level while he's yelling at his kids, or um, I'm not sure. But or the higher four, 40 minutes in there that I can't account for, and then the second one, the second one was a little better, and uh, I don't know. I, I think that one took me about an hour and a half. 
So, uh, so what were the if you're into speed running, you can like the boss fights are decent. They're everything's just really simple, I guess. So, um, I we gotta quit talking about this game. Can I just ask you what the major differences were between one and two? Because I'm interested. Uh, yeah, no, one just basically had just uh, 2D platforming, and two they took a giant step and had a few of those um, 3D stuff flying at you, and you gotta dodge it and then shoot other things out of the way levels. So, you know, they took a, a big leap there. and <laughs> God. Total Destiny 1 to Destiny yeah, 2 situation. Yeah. Exactly. And the boss fights, like the very last boss fight, uh, spoilers for chocolate only because who else is going to play this game, um, is this <laughs> giant robot, and you have to, like, basically break him down as you jump up him. And once you beat his brain, then you've beaten the game. On, on a scale of 1 to 10, how, how good would you say the lore is in Gunman Clive universe? What lore? <laughs> there it is. I don't oh. even know of any lore. There's like no cutscenes. You can play as like a duck, apparently. After you beat it. <laughs> I have I have heard about this. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna do that. And then in the second one, there's like a handful of characters that you could play through. But let's face it, I'm not doing more than one playthrough of that game. But it's only an hour long. <laughs> yeah, that's, I've already wasted two and a half hours. We're good. All right, fair enough. We can move on. Yes, don't want you to get too worked up. <laughs> Uh, Boy, I got a nice cup of hot chocolate here. Keep me calm and soothed. Keep you centered. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right. Uh, I hopped back into Red Dead Redemption 2 these past couple weeks. I don't think I talked about it last week or the week before, though. Um, but I'm trying to get that done. It's not a chore. I made it sound like a chore, but it's not, I swear. Uh, I'm I'm in Chapter 6, and I've, I'm getting pretty close to the end of this. I I can tell. Anybody who's completed it knows that something happens with a... Uh, yeah, this is really tough to talk about without spoilers. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, you can tell that uh, I'm coming up on the end of the game here, and I've really enjoyed it. I think once it started, it didn't... Like, it kept getting better with all the problems aside with travel and everything. At this point, if you're in Chapter 6, you, you've learned to cope with the travel and the traversal of the horse and all that crap. Uh, in some way, like playing yeah, Switch games or mobile games. To do. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so I I'm can looking... say, basically, with Red Dead, um, without spoiling too much, he should have came to Colorado, but not for reasons that you'd think. Doc knows what I'm talking about, right? I think. All right, yeah, that's pretty cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain it to you later. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I, I think I should be wrapping this up. I, I promised a friend that I would have it done by the end of the month. So, ten more days and only two epilogues <laughs> to do after. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're going to do those? That, yeah, I think that's part of the game, right? <laughs> I don't know. You've I, 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 I haven't done it, and I consider it done. So. <laughs> Are you serious? Let me, yeah, let me know at the <laughs> ending if you think the game's over or not. All right, I will. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm still playing it, still enjoying it. It, it has its issues, sure. But all the story in there is all really good. Side quests included, because I'm not just skipping from main quest to main quest at this point. Well, I'm picking and choosing, really. Not doing fetch questy stuff. But, yeah, it's good. Um, Alright, next. Pumped BMX Pro Moose. This is a Game Pass game, right? New in Game Pass uh, last week, yep. So uh, What is it? Um... It's, you know, basically a trials type game. 
but uh, you're on a BMX and everything's with momentum. You don't have a motor. So basically you hold down the A button to charge your jumps and then you have to do tricks and land it perfectly in order to keep your momentum through the next jumps and next set of jumps. And um, it's, it's pretty challenging for me so far. So I've, I'm like on the fifth or sixth tutorial and I can't get past it. So. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So that's why uh, the next game on the list, I went to trials because I wanted to feel good about myself. Because <laughs> you wanted so, something with an engine? <laughs> well, I wanted to be able to finish the game. So oh, I, fair I had, had done that. I'd done this, like it's like a triple jump. And uh, I couldn't keep the momentum on the last jump to finish. And then you'd have to do like a 360 backflip with a bar spin and uh, a 720. And you'd have to like, in order to complete the level you have to do all these things and i was just struggling just hitting the jumps right with straight airs <laughs> to get the momentum to finish the the track so i went to trials and uh, i have about have that game beat now <laughs> dang isn't trials can be pretty difficult too i will say like, yeah it does get tough towards the last levels yeah trials fusion is that that's not the new one is it the new one's out yet? no the new okay. ones actually i just it's, heard uh... i think i was listening today and uh, the beta is going to be out at the beginning of March. I heard that there were a lot of issues with development recently that with the latest Trials game, though, wasn't there? It was behind schedule or something. That's why it should have been out by now, right? Right, yeah, I thought it was scheduled to be released already, but um, the beta, I believe, is the beginning of next month. Uh, and it's going to be an open beta. Yeah, the Trials Rising open beta, for anyone that's interested, is February 21st to February 25th. PS4, Xbox, Good thing you PC. looked. Everybody would have missed it. <laughs> thought I'd check quick. Okay, so so do they not have an actual release date then? They must not if they're having issues. But maybe it's soon because I feel like they should just say that somewhere in here. But oh, the full game will launch on the twenty sixth. What? Oh, there okay. you go. Well, hey, yeah, classic open beta. <laughs> the open beta that's the day that ends the day before it launches. <laughs> launches after it's gone gold. Huh. So maybe that's just a stress test because I there's cross I. Thought I heard there was cross-platform play in this uh, between certain consoles. So certain consoles and PCs, just just not PlayStation. I think is what I was trying to say. We have a story <laughs> about that later. Funny enough. Okay, perfect. We can talk about that later. <laughs> nice foreshadowing, Doc. I'd be better at it. <laughs> um, mm, fists playing PUBG. Yes. Anything yes. new happening in PUBG? Any oh, new stuff? A lot of glitches. Oh, perfect! <laughs> <laughs> glitches, you say? Hmm, glitches. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, like PUBG is like my battle royale game out of all the other ones. I'm not saying it's better. I'm not. This isn't me saying I think PUBG is better than the other ones. This is me saying this is the game that I go to to play a battle royale game. Like, Understood. So I'm not trying to say this is better, but it, you're trying to me... shit on Blackout. I hear you loud <laughs> and clear, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Obviously, me and Lion Prime spending a lot of time t playing on the new map called Vikendi. This it's the snow map, um, and yeah, we've come across a good few glitches while playing that game. One, the one that's been probably the most to happen is we'd be driving along, and either we'll all of a sudden glitch through the map and be underneath the map, so we'll be actually be driving underground, <laughs> or. Perfect. As you do. Or, as you may have seen uh, with the clips that I uploaded to the club uh, the other week, all of a sudden the vehicle we are in 
takes off and we are doing our best et impression just sort of driving along see. through the air <laughs> i saw that was one of the best videos right. I've ever seen. <laughs> was, was, i just i just and you can see you just looking around me like what's happening yeah. like, it's like i didn't realize it straight away like oh, we were driving along <laughs> like lines driving and he's, he says are we taking off and i'm just suddenly start looking around and i'm like i'm not sure and then just all of a sudden yeah we're blatantly like about <laughs> 10 15 feet above the ground like just driving along and it's not the first time it's, it's happened to us a couple of times and there has been the odd occasion where me and lion prime will be in a house one of us will be looking out of a window and we'll say to the other person there's a car flying through the air about 20 feet over there and we'll just look we'll look out the window and there's lights sure enough there's a car flying through the air like as if we're watching someone else take it as if as if someone's stolen harry potter's car out of the chamber of secrets oh my god can you, can you still shoot and stuff out of the car when you're flying around? That's pretty uh, good oh, yeah. combat advantage. Oh, yeah. At one point, I was I was saying to Lion that first time it happened, I was like, man, if we stay up in the air long enough, like we can just drop grenades from up here on people into the circle Like if we can keep keep this car up high. So sure enough, after about 30 seconds, we just we crashed into something and just fell straight to the ground. So um, They heard that Fortnite had airplanes, so they're like, oh, yeah, we'll check out this Jeep. <laughs> um there was one other glitch we came across for the first time the other day as well which was quite funny where i it didn't i didn't see this but lion did where i was driving the car this time and lion was like there's people floating in the air like just over there like there's they was just saying the people were floating but then as we got closer it turned out the house they were in had just been was completely invisible to lion so even though they were indoors lion could see them and all of the loot that was like in that house and as soon as soon as we got closer like we we parked up a little bit of a distance away i did record this one so i'll upload this to the club soon um i parked up not too far away and then they obviously heard us parking up and start open fire at us but we knew where exactly they were in the house before we'd even parked up because lion could could see them like he could there, there was no house there was just the people floating in the air and all of the loot so he knew what who was in there and what was in there before we actually stopped is this just happening with the vikendi map or is this yeah oh yeah this what? is just vikendi like, i have no idea what's you know, i've never seen anything like this in any of the other maps um so it, it definitely adds a bit of a a bit of a new dimension to the game i guess having to work around all the glitches and stuff but it's <laughs> right. but it's we do we despite it being annoying at times because if you glitch if you're trying to get away from people shooting at you and you suddenly glitch through the floor and then somehow find yourself back up on ground again about 20 feet back from where you went underground initially it can be annoying because you might find yourself getting shot by the person that you were just trying to drive away from but Can at you the same shoot people from underground nah well i don't <laughs> we've not we've not tried that you got to try we'll, we will next time because it's bound to happen again at some point but we still find it funny like even though we're, we're just having a laugh when this sort of stuff is happening because we think it, especially when we start taking off it, it's just so funny just flying through the air in a car right um but yeah, yeah I as mean, long as you're having fun that's all that counts right that's it and, dis and dis <laughs> despite all the glitches we do still get the occasional chicken dinner um we've had a lot a lot a hell of a lot of second place finishes recently so we're, we're just it's just our end game those last cup those last kills that are catching us out at times just getting ourselves positioned incorrectly and in when it comes to the end of the game yeah so, that's yeah. definitely the biggest part to the final circle it's just 
being got, in the right place at the right time. Yeah, if you've got position, that really makes or breaks games. So, Well, good stuff. Uh, I still want to try out the Vikendi map, but I'll keep saying that and keep not playing it, I'm sure. <laughs> There's that. Um, all right. Doc, did you dabble in some Metro Exodus this weekend? I did. How's that? That might be the best-looking game I have played on this generation of consoles, actually. It, that's running at 4K, right? Yeah, and uh, man, does it look really, really freaking good. Uh, uh, they have done some next-level stuff with the lighting and uh, just, like, certain scenery and just, uh, like, when you're walking into certain areas or certain rooms, things like that. It, they have done just a excellent, excellent job with how good that game looks. Um, this this game is a pretty big departure from what the first two games were. They were pretty uh, pretty linear in terms of uh, how the story progresses. So this one is still, still linear in the sense that you are still going to go from a chapter to a chapter, but you will progress to different open areas where you'll have a map and basically free roam to go wherever you want in any order and kind of do whatever you want in that area. Um, and the story has been... I, I've, I've said this about all the Metro games, but this one, that I feel like they've really knocked it out of the park. The story is really is just really well written. The, the writing, the character dialogue, all that stuff is just super, super good. Um, yeah, th this is... I can easily see this being on my top five games of the year for sure. Um, it, it's exceeded any expectations I might have, you know, I had for like a Metro sequel, but uh, it just couple that with the graphics, the like the weapons editor, like you can all the different attachments and stuff you can do with your weapons, and th this game has a much bigger focus on scavenging parts and stuff in the environment and kind of. It's still a, a game to where your ammo is very scarce. Uh, you have to kind of be conscious of that. Uh, bullets are no longer a currency. Pretty oh, much, you're I just was scavenging. Ask you that. Yeah, yeah, you're just scavenging to make bullets at this point. There is no currency because, spoiler, you're out of the metro. You're, uh, you're. I, I am gonna give away. Well, actually, no, I won't. I won't give away what happens at the beginning, because it is a pretty big bombshell that that gives a new light on the first two games as well. Um, that happens within the first chapter, really, um, and is the reason why you leave the metro and you leave uh, Moscow. Um, and, of course, you have this uh, idea of what's happening in the outside world, which also turns out to be not the case. Um, and, uh, it, yeah, it's a really well-done story. It's got a, real, a lot of really good, like, holy crap moments to it. And, uh, like I said, I, ca I can't speak enough to how good this game looks. It is Drop dead gorgeous in terms of how good the graphics and just the setting and the uh, scenery, everything kind of comes together. It's really, really well done. Really good story, really good writing, and uh, yeah, gameplay. It's, it, it is a Metro game, feels just like the previous ones, but uh, really good. Would highly recommend checking it out, or at the very least, checking out the previous two games um, that uh, you know came before this one. But yeah, it's really good. Enjoying I, it a lot. I watched a recap of the first two because I planned on getting this day one. Um, and then I heard about the length of it. It sounded like it was about 20-ish hours if you weren't going hard on every side thing or whatever. Yeah, I would argue that that's pretty – I would say that's a pretty conservative length, too. I would argue this is more of a 40-hour game, really. I, I guess I could Double? see if you truly – I would say if you truly beelined everything, it probably is in the 20-ish mark. But 
I don't even know how you would do that with certain level, certain chapters in this game. How you would even necessarily like beeline it like that well. Well, that's good to know, I, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking it's. I would say realistically, it's in the 30s, probably. Yeah. Okay. Well, the good thing about this being a single player game is that I'm sure it'll be thirty dollars in a couple weeks. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Inevitable. But um, so I, I watched this. The, the recap videos, whatever, the first two stories, and I didn't know anything about, I'm going to forget what they're called, but the ancient ones, or the the, the, the dark ones. The dark ones. Um, yeah, they kind of dropped that thread with the, uh, well, there's something that happens at the end of Last Light where is a reason why they dropped that thread for this game. that They are not a part of this game. They have to do all. with like the good ending and the bad ending. Also, yes, that is. Yeah, so Last Light, I got the bad ending the first time I beat it. I went back and played it again and got the good ending, but... Yeah, there are, in in Metro all the games do that. They all have multiple endings too. Um, and in Last Light, it depended on whether or not you killed people that surrendered, or like basically if you were, you know, you obviously could kill people, but if you were killing people that had surrendered and stuff like that, it would give you the bad ending. You had like a karma scale, basically. So why were you killing all these people that had surrendered, Doc? Uh, <laughs> well, because, well, to, to be uh-huh. fair, and and when I explain this, you'll be like, okay, it kind of makes sense. In Last Light, you come across, like, the two big factions you have to interact with because you're a part of an order that you're just out to help the people. You're, called, you're a part of this—it's uh, literally called the Order, and you're, and, you're, and you're out there helping people in the Metro regardless of who they are. You're just, you're just there to help the people. There are also all these political factions. There's a Nazi faction. There's a uh, communist faction, and they obviously hate each other. Um, so there were points where there were Nazis that had surrendered that I probably shot and shouldn't have, but you know what? Always <laughs> they shoot were Nazis, the Nazis so. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, but, but the game clearly thought that that was a bad move, though, in terms of the, the ending, though, so. Yeah, so uh, uh, did, they, yeah. did they pick a canonical ending of two? Yeah, like the, when good, you the, good end, the, the good ending is the canonical ending, because okay. you don't, it, you actually die in the bad ending right. of Last Light. Yeah, yeah. Because it's because it's the last stand. Like you'll hear him talk about in Exodus, Exodus, what happened at D six. They're referring to what happened at the end of Last Light, basically, and there was this humongous battle, like this last stand. Um, so the good ending, you live, and something specifically with the dark ones happens. I think that happens no matter what, bad or good ending. But in the bad ending, you die. Okay. Um, something that is weird about the bad ending, though, to Metro Last Light, is that. You die, and Anna, who is your wife in this game, who you becomes your wife, the end, uh, you know, insinuated after Last Light. Um, if you die in Last Light and get the bad ending, it's insinuated you had a kid with her, but you have no kid in this game. So I guess clearly that is definitely not the canonical ending. So uh, yeah, so they yeah. they picked one and went with it. <laughs> yeah, they that's exactly how it went. Yeah. Um, how are the scares in this? Uh, there's a I'm I am at now a uh, chapter to where I am in the. Uh, I'm in the desert, or in a desert region by, okay, this is post-apocalyptic Russia. Clearly, there I, I don't think there's any deserts by the Caspian Sea. I'm almost certain there is not. Um, but there is in this game, because nuclear apocalypse, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and there are these, like, almost golem-like creatures that are, are very dusty and tan-looking, and they blend in with the ground, and they will hug walls in the ground and not pop up until you're right on them and attack you. No, thank you. Yeah, and and it's even creepier when you walk into an area like ruins or something, and you look on a wall and you spot them before they before you get too close and you can shoot them. But it's so creepy to see them hugging a wall and you spot them before they even know you're there. Like it's 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 really creepy. Have you seen any Rockalos, Doc? The what now? 
The Rockalo? It's a rock buffalo? I, I have not, no. I saw pictures of them on the internet. It's real. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, they have some weird Look animals in that <laughs> game. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, there is, there, yeah, there always has been in those Metro games, like, it is, it is, uh, it's just, it's such a good, like, I talk about all the time, like, how games build a fleshed out universe around them, this is another game where I highly recommend to read the journals you pick up, I almost never do that in video games, but I do in the Metro series, because it's just so good at fleshing out the world around you, it really is, um, and, uh, yeah, it, the story is, is really, really good. I will definitely be picking that up at some point. Uh, I planned on running it and trying to beat it in a weekend, but if this is truly a 30 or 40 hour game, uh, that's going to be tough because I'm not the chin doctor. So, <laughs> Aren't the other two in Game Pass right now? Yeah, One of them is at least. Or or I, I forecast this game being in Game Pass in about six months. Oh, that would be awesome if it was because it it's super good. Yeah, Fine, I won't buy it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Fine deal. I've seen uh, the the remasters uh, of both of those, uh, sort of the first two. Um, have been on sale quite a lot recently. Yeah, crazy like, good deal. Like, I think at one point you could get both of them for like ten bucks or something. I'm sure yeah. I picked up the the remasters of the t- first two for quite cheap at some point. Last thing I'll do to sell you on this game: the first main area you come to is this like icy region with a big lake, and there is a cult there that worships what they call the czarfish I'm it is in. a giant mutated piranha shrimp like thing all right done i guess that would be great <laughs> i am great sold. actually yeah czarfish a giant go. mutated piranha shrimp is what sold you guys yeah definitely i was hey, flip-flopping a bunch hey, there but don't knock it till you see it man the czarfish yeah. uh yep done. I, 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 I was sold a cult <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's plenty of cults. Yeah. This is yeah. Oh, you'll find plenty of cults in Exodus. So, yeah, that, that is there. Plenty of those. Wonderful. Um, okay, Moose. Destiny Two. I heard you today in Discord say that you might maybe be done with Destiny Two. What's going on? <laughs> no, I persevered, sir. <sighs> Since Uh-oh. we talked last, I made it to the the hidden, forbidden crystal, whatever city it is. <laughs> so uh, nice. I made it. Um, I, I guess last night I was playing it, and you had to spawn a community event or whatever those things are, and I killed whatever looked like chieftains, and then after the whole thing was over, everybody left, and I was standing there, and I still hadn't had my little box checked, and I was like, what the hell? So I thought I got hosed, but then I jumped back on this afternoon, and uh, a different community event popped up, and I killed those three chieftains, and lo and behold... That was my secret to getting into the Crystal City. So, or what is it called? Does anybody know? Nope. Fortress of Solitude. No, that's definitely not it. <laughs> <laughs> Port Carson. <laughs> <laughs> like Superman. <laughs> no, not Port Carson. <laughs> like the, the Crystal City or the Hidden City, something like Oz? that. And, but I thought that was just Crystal like another Lake. NPC area. But as soon as I opened the gates, I was attacked by a bunch of... Uh, <laughs> Whatever those shadow characters are with the white light around them. The I'm Taken. Not a story guy. Yeah, the Taken. That's a lame welcoming party. <laughs> those guys. Yeah. And uh, so I'm fighting my way through that as, you know, until I had to come do a podcast. So where we're at with that. Our bad. <laughs> we'll let you get back to it in, in a little bit here. At least I you can pause in that game. Else also. in the world but here for you guys right now. <laughs> you can take that out if you want. Who's he no, definitely, got, he... definitely not editing that out. <laughs> You ain't, you, you ain't fooling me, Moose. You're going back for a second run at Gunman Clive after this. 
Dude, he's been I playing the whole time. Swore to never speak of that game again. <laughs> Whoops. You haven't done the duck B run. <laughs> not gonna. It's <laughs> not gonna happen. The duck B run. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, what's your name's? Like when you play the the, the Resident Evil game, you've got to play both characters. Yeah, you do like the B you run. Finish yeah. the game unless you've done the duck character. I just I just love in Discord how Chocolate was like. I, I he was just like you could tell he's being serious. And he yeah, was like, like so sly about it. He was like, duck. you know, man, the game doesn't really open up till you do like the you know in, until you get to the the duck. You know, plays the duck and have that run. I'm just like <laughs> I I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm not going to be doing that. Sorry. Exactly like when you do the run for a Resident Evil 2 is like that bar of tofu. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I wonder, because last episode we actually gave away an episode of Gunman Clive, the complete collection or whatever. If you stayed past the credits, it's probably still there. I'm wondering if you try to put that code into an Xbox right now, if it's still available. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. So uh, Nobody wants that game. Put it in the pile with all of Ryan's... Uh, Assassin's Creed was it Rogue? Unity. Unity. There you oh go. yeah, yeah. Put the ninety-nine cent CD keys. Yeah. Uh, Melified's copy of Fallout seventy-six. Who else is trying to get rid of games? Right now? The island of Mi- <laughs> the island of misfit codes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, Sid's bedroom of toys and toys. <laughs> oh my god, that's so perfect. Someone needs to Photoshop it. We just it, need Sid's wh- bedroom with these, just the yeah. the cover arts for all these different <laughs> games on the shelves and stuff. Right. Real, real quick, while we were we brought up Resident Evil 2, because I know we won't talk about it again, but uh, or I don't think anybody here's played it either, but no uh, YouTube, uh, sometimes people have, in that game, they have went back, and every time the, uh, the, the precursor to the Nemesis dude shows up, they overlay it with uh, X Gonna Give It To You by DMX. Yeah, <laughs> and it is He's literally X. the best thing ever. The internet has gems sometimes, and that was one of them, and it was really good. That's so, so good. Yeah. Alright. Who wants to talk about another mobile game? Nobody. Woo! Hey, I heard a woo. Moose, if you want, if you, feel, if you have to go to the bathroom, if you have to let your dog out or anything, take the next five, ten minutes. You're, you're good. Okay. I'll go check and see if my kids burned down my house because I've left a five-year-old alone for at least 45 minutes now. Yep. Yeah. Good seeing as uh, Chocolate's not here this week, we may as well have uh, one of us go away to go and check on something at some point. Yeah, we'll see you in a half yeah. hour, Moose. <laughs> okay, I'll be back. <laughs> it's fair. That's a good point. <laughs> That's true. All right, so the game that I want to talk about that's been eating up a lot of my time, surprisingly, um, is called Landgrisser Mobile. Um, so Landgrisser, if the name sounds familiar... This is a game that was on Mega Drive and Sega Genesis in Japan in, like, the 90s. Um, The very first game did come over to the U.S. uh, at one point under the name Warsong, I'm pretty sure, on the Sega Genesis, which, again, no one has probably heard of. I'm Um, just looking it up now. Yeah, so... There, there was these five games that, w- that were made way back when, whatever. This is literally your two decades ago, plus some. Um, so they just came out with a mobile game. It came out in the end of January. It's one of it's a collectible game, uh, which Marvel, Strike Force, Marvel, Contest of Champions, those type of games where it's like the best people for your team are going to be randomized, which is obviously where the microtransactions come into play, blah, 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 blah. Um, but the combat in this game, which is the main component, obviously, is it, it's turn. It's a turn-based RPG. So, um, think like Wargroove or Fire Emblem because it's that grid-based, turn-based. I don't. Is there a good name for that? 
grid based, uh, turn based. Classic RPG. Yeah, yeah. I just say I just say advanced wars like or whatever, or advanced yeah. wars like. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, so think that um, that's going to be your combat, and that combat itself is actually really really good especially for a mobile game this whole game this whole package here is super polished and with a combat system like this it's a ton of fun um your heroes obviously you can get different ones it has like the rock paper scissors um type of combat where it's like archers will be uh like the cavalry like cavalry will beat swordsmen stuff like that um so you know which type of characters you need to bring into battle and whatnot you can level them up by getting different gear Blah, 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 blah. And one thing that's different about this one, though, is that you can add each character has their own little personal army that they bring with them. And what you can do is you can actually substitute the armies within those. So you can have, like, a cavalry guy who he's your main guy doing damage and whatnot, but you can also bring archers with you um, instead of just more cavalry. And you can edit up or you can um, level up those little armies as well. And there's just there's a ton to the combat here. They all have different passives. Um, the main characters have like passives, and you have like ultimates and specials, this kind of stuff. It's just it seems super technical and tactical. And if you're into these type of games, I think this is a super good one. Um, and the last thing I will say, well, first doc, I will tell you because I wrote this down because I thought you needed <laughs> to know uh, the best value. For Trinity crystals, okay. So we're dealing okay. with more crystals, obviously. Okay. Three thousand Trinity crystals for ninety nine dollars. Okay. But All right. You get three thousand free. Done. <laughs> what? Done. I mean, I'm, you're losing money by not getting that. But speaking of that, which this is really weird, and I don't know if they're just giving you this premium currency early and like heavy, so you just get a taste of it and then you need more, which is probably exactly what they're doing. But like gateway drug, I have seventeen hundred of these, without spending any money. So if I can buy three thousand, well, technically six thousand for a hundred dollars, and I already have seventeen hundred, maybe, maybe don't spend your money on it. But I don't think you need to. At least the point I'm at in the game, I haven't felt the need to actually pay for stuff. Um, so a couple of the game modes. One is they do have real time PvP once you get to a certain point. So you would be playing this turn-based combat against somebody else on their phone, like picking your units, they pick their units, and you fight, blah, 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 whatever. So just that being like real-time against another person is pretty awesome. But they also have modes where you can just fight against the bots for that. Um, and then the last mode and the last thing I'll say about this is that they have a mode called the Time Rift. And the Time Rift is essentially a bunch of mini-missions with... Um, little stories at the front and end of them that chronicle the first five games that actually came out on the Sega Genesis and Mega Drive. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's like each world you go through, you're playing through one of the previous games and getting like the main points from that game with the characters from that game because like the time rift, your main characters went back in time um, to these characters. So you're meeting the characters from the original games uh, and fighting alongside them and stuff. Super cool, a lot of interesting stuff going on here, and it's brand new. So if you're into this type of like gotcha game, where you're trying to get stuff and like with live events and blah blah blah, this isn't. We're a few weeks into it, so not a bad hopping on point if you're interested in the type of game. Um, yeah, that that's me trying to sell Landgrisser. I'm sure there's guilds. Actually, I know there's guilds. I'm not in one yet though, 
But uh, when I have one up, I'll let everyone know what that is because everyone's super interested. I'm sure. Actually, I, I actually am because as soon as you said advanced wars like combat with like even like the fire emblem style, like yeah, I mean I'm, I'm all about that, especially if it's well done. So I think yeah, definitely give it a shot. I know Shine booted it up. Um, I haven't heard back from him, so hopefully that means he's so into it that he just doesn't even want to talk about it because that's how into it he is. <laughs> that's all he's playing. He doesn't have time to talk. Or he uninstalled it like five minutes after. So, uh oh, whatever. I do think that's cool what you said about the time rift thing because like that's a super innovative way to have like a like a let's say Kingdom Hearts three situation where that comes out and there's like seven previous games counting DS and PS two and everything you know came out before. That's a super interesting way to like make it a fun in-game experience of a way to get people up to speed on stuff, you know? Yeah, because when, when, so. when I opened that mode, I was like, all right, you know, this for a mobile game, this thing seems like it's doing a ton. Um, yeah. And, like, I don't know. This is a game I feel like I could be playing on my Switch and, like, that I would have paid $20 for or something. Like, it's it's free as well. So, yeah, it's definitely that's... worth a shot. The game is called Landgrisser, again, um, so yeah, if you're into that type of combat, that style of combat, the Advanced Wars, Fire Emblem, that kind of stuff, uh, definitely give it a look. With that Very $20 cool. you just saved, go pick up Hive Jump. Yeah, you could do that. I probably won't do that. No, no you Someone else that. could definitely do that. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, Moose. I'll definitely buy Hive Jump someday, I promise. I don't want you to. I want to have that good game all to myself. Well, there. That's great. I like that a lot. It's all yours. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Moose, are you still uh, trucking away at Kingdom Hearts 3? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I made it to uh, Monsters, Inc. land. Okay. Did you did you go through the Frozen world? I haven't yet. I opened it up. Okay. But I have not made it over there in my gummy ship. It's the only, <laughs> the only world worth going to. It was a, well, yeah, it was a weirdly specific question I just asked. Uh, but one of my coworkers is playing Kingdom Hearts as well, and she said that the Frozen world was her least favorite because they pretty much just ran you through the actual movie, but it seemed uh-huh. like every other world kind of just used the characters and that world to tell a different story, but it kind of seemed like Frozen to her was just replaying the movie, which kind of seems like it sucks. Uh, they all seem like they're pretty pretty in line with the movie, so I don't know. All right, what so movie she's a liar. That's watching, all you have to say, Moose. Done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. I, they all. I you agree. Know, I, Tangled I, cuts her hair to save Flynn Rider, and um, let's see. Let me. What other parts can I Toy spoil Story. for you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Toy Story. Um, what happens? Oh, we've got to rescue somebody from the pizza place or the toy shop. So you know, yeah, it's just like the go. movie. Um, Hercules, you have to beat all the Titans, just like the movie. True. Um, so I'm all right, fine, I get it. (laughs) Point. There's like literally like word for word cutscenes that are in the game (laughs) that are exactly (laughs) like the movie. Not to lay it on too thick, but you but know. you know, I only have three little girls, so I don't watch Disney movies very often. So maybe I could be mistaken. <laughs> you are the you are the de facto uh, ruling authority that I go to for that kind of stuff. Uh, for movies, so. for girl stuff, perfect. That's what I wanted to be known for. <laughs> well, just the Dis- Disney movies. collection at least. Oh, just in anything princess, I'm your guy. <laughs> well, good. Uh, uh, glad you're still enjoying it. Kind of maybe. Oh yeah, it's it's fun. Um, it's it's really repetitive. So you know, I think I can play like one mission a week or one land a week and still enjoy the game. But if I was trying to 
grind through that thing, I don't think I would enjoy it towards the end because, you know, the guys are pretty much the same. You get new heroes to fight with next to you, but all the bad guys are just those little shadow characters and different variations. So Sounds like Destiny. Yeah, exactly. I'm still playing Destiny (laughs) 2, though. Fair enough. Um, Well, you're the last one, Moose. Blackout and Apex, before we talk about our main game. What's going on in those games for you? Um, just anytime you have time to play with me, I, I play them. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> no, um, I, I really like, you know, I, I want to get good at apex, but it seems like we get too frustrated with it to get good at it. So we just go to blackout cause we want to win. So, um, I don't know. I'm enjoying both of them. I, I am almost ready for something new, which I hear is coming up in blackout. So yeah, I'm a new season should be coming up in the next few weeks. Changed. Yeah, and might be some new features on the map too. So I'm excited to see what goes on there. And you know, I, I'm just I'm excited for Apex. I'm ready for something other than Fortnite and something to be the new meta as far as multiplayer games go. So I'm all for it. I love Titanfall. Just make Titanfall three, please. Some yeah, I mean I, I agree. Yeah, please make Titanfall three. Uh, the one thing I thought that was kind of a dumb dumb addition but the more and more i play uh, apex i think it, i think it's like it it's cool in a weird way is that it shows you the uh team kill leaders at on the, the beginning banners? of a match oh on yeah, the, well too. not only that but on the banners and the beginning of the match because it's funny how much how the outlook of your chances of success oh, yeah. are affected by your teammates when you go to a match it's like and here's your kill leader and it's like three thousand kills you're like well screw me there's no way i'm <laughs> if, if i face that guy i'm dead like yeah or you'll get no match it's like the kill leader has four kills it's like all right Equal playing field. It's anybody's game. <laughs> I will say that one of a super satisfying thing in Apex is when you you get a kill in the map and then it's like you killed the kill leader, and you're yeah, like, yeah, you I did. Yeah, the champion <laughs> is dead. Yeah, Apex is good, but Moose, like you said, I I usually can't get through enough Apex matches to get good at it because I usually get frustrated and go play Blackout. Right. Exactly. Because do you have more fun winning or do you have more fun losing? I, yeah, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I get carried either way. So, Stop it. You're a great addition to the team. <laughs> I, I, I make good call-outs when I'm watching your guys' screen. <laughs> <laughs> the best guy, dead guy I know. I know. Uh, and I tell you what I had thing, in my loot. The yeah. one thing that really annoys me with about Apex, it's not about Apex itself, but it's the fact that that Chocolate claims to be the best at that game. Out of I everyone in Discord. Oh, you lot. mean champion? You mean the champion? The Apex legend. Yeah, so you're referring to yeah, the Apex legend. Our legend. He claims yeah. to be the Apex legend, and it's like <laughs> I want someone to be better than him. Just any anyone. He's not anyone in Discord. I have more wins than him, him, and I I quit yeah. this game after three matches every night. So I don't bring it, chocolate. <laughs> I'm not scared of you. <laughs> Send Chris or Eric or whatever your butler's name is to me. Jeez. Like if anybody Jeez. can Jeez. die in battle royale games faster than Moose, it would be Chocolate Bear. True. It's usually it's the parachute on the way down. <laughs> there we go again. Just trying to get rid of friends. <laughs> anyway, anybody looking for Anthem or Blackout friends, I'm, I guess I'm a free agent at this point. So. Oh, I'll see that. <laughs> I'm just joking. It was funny. I think it might have been Malified that posted this meme in Discord, but it yeah. was the Apex meme. There was like, you can tell if you were the fourth in PUBG or Blackout. With Anthem being only trio, just the guy sitting by himself. Yep. But hey, you still get oh, that call that's, once in a while. That's brutal. 
It's so brutal. <laughs> but it's so true. It's hilarious. It's like you have this core four, and then you play a game that only needs three all the time, and you're like, well, <laughs> I can contact two people this <laughs> Gotta time, make not cuts three. somewhere. <laughs> but luckily for me, and I, I might be talking out of school here, but Apex is Dan's trigger game, so he does not Yeah, Dan Pod hates Apex, much, so. so I'm in there. So you're in. I'm kind of interested to play a game of Apex with him because that Dan trigger game to me sounds like like verbal comedy on the mic, in my oh, opinion. Oh, it's verbal so. something. <laughs> <laughs> verbal aggression, <laughs> hatred. I don't... Just lots of, lots of words. Lots of words, yes. That's a fair assessment. Um, all right. So the last game we're going to talk about today that all of us, except for Doc, apparently have put a decent amount of time into is Anthem. The uh, the ten hour EA Access trial is currently live. Um, the Origin Access trial is live, and if you're an Origin Premier member, you have the full game, which is some BS. Because I'm yeah. trying to save up my uh, the remaining like five hours I have for EA Access, I'm trying to just use it Thursday night because I took Friday off. So I'm trying to just attach that five hours, make it work up until midnight. So start at like seven, go to midnight. Trial's Basically done. Like, full game's out. Yeah. nailed it. You're doing what I did with Battlefield Five. Like I rationed out my time. Yep. Like, yeah. Yeah, I've I've already used up my ten hours. Have you really? <laughs> yeah. I I got through the majority of my ten hours by probably by like Saturday night. Damn. How close to thirty did you get? I'm up to about level twelve, so I'm not even halfway 12. yet. Twelve. But I'm yeah. Like fourteen. I was like, you're doing something wrong then, because I I'm at like twelve <laughs> yeah. or thirteen. I've only played five hours. I just <laughs> unlocked Grandmaster too. Is that good? Is that, is that good? Or... Okay, Dak. <laughs> is, is that bad or? But I didn't. I, um, I did. I did spend a lot of time just sort of getting used to like the like the environment and just like taking the time to actually look around. I know there were people that were like they they were getting on their 10-hour trial and they were like right just hammer out as many missions as they could just wanted to get as leveled up as possible in the 10-hour trial and i was exactly like exactly what i'm doing yep <laughs> sounds I'm, right i am smashing i was the like if i do if i get I all of that done now in. then what then when the game comes out i'm going to be fully leveled up and it's just going to be like well what do i do the game's out now and i'm already max level you wait till march 15th and then you play division 2 we've been over right. this yeah. Oh, yeah that's the dlc for anthem <laughs> <laughs> it's called division 2 <laughs> well I, I, I'm I'm not gonna rush my way through. I can't now anyway. So it means that I've got more. I've got a lot more gaming on Anthem to do yeah, once it definitely. releases at the end of the I, week. I will say for for thousands uh, viewpoint, I think I think he probably is in the right state of mind for Anthem because I think you play the way you play, like get through the story to end game in a game like Destiny. But I, I still don't get the idea that that's what Anthem is. So like. Maybe it is one you're better off just to enjoy the story because that might be the big chunk of what you've got to, you know, do. It, it's a Bioware game at the end of the day, and like if there's one thing I've always had faith in with Bioware, it's that they they can tell a good story when they when they do it right. When yeah, they do there's it right. one NPC in there named Owen, and that guy will take up half your trial with just little quips and tips of the day you don't have to do all that crap just smash b smash b smash b start smash the mission b, smash b. Yeah. dash 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 smash b that's i don't know that it does make me nervous because i was i mean like you just said fists like there's one thing you have to hold out for and it's a good story in this game because bioware sure but the five hours i've put in there was one cut scene that seemed to do a really good job of explaining some stuff and what was going on in some of the background 
whatever. But every interaction I've had since then with like NPCs and stuff is just the worst. Yeah, I can't. Like Moose said, that that dude Owen that you talk to, <laughs> he always has a stupid thing above his head. Like, hey, come talk to me. And then I talk to him, we have a conversation, and then it gives me a, a dialogue choice at one point, which is non-consequential. Like, it, I'm pretty sure it doesn't change anything at all. Maybe it steers the conversation a little bit one way or another. But uh, having to talk to him is horrible. I don't know if it's just the way it's written or what, but oh, Owen's awful. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the uh, who's the other guy? The uh, quest giver. Um, the guy in the octagon room. That's the other thing. Like I can't even think uh, of these Matthias. guys' names. What is his name? Matthias. No, not Matthias. It's it's the guy yeah. by the uh, the like bounty board or the mission board or whatever. Yarrow. Yarrow. That's his name. The guy. Someone called him Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's not that far off from Optimus Prime, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not getting a ton out of it story wise so far, except for like I said, the cutscene that I saw was really cool and really well done. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully, there's there's more to that. I'm hoping that this story content that we're going through right now um, lasts like 20, 30 hours. I think that would be awesome. So you're not just rushing to end game and trying to like go directly to the loot part. It would be nice if the journey there was something substantial and was a good story. But I'm not sold on the story aspect of it yet. I guess. No. But otherwise, other than the story, though. Like visually, like the it's when you're just playing the game, it looks amazing, and Oof. the gameplay itself is brilliant. As so far as fun. I'm, I feel like it is really, really enjoyable to play. That's a what? What are you? What's everybody meaning? Fist, what are you? I'm I'm playing mostly as a Colossus. Okay, Moose. I was playing Colossus and Ranger, so I had a lot of fun with both of them. I want to, you know, level up all four. So that's kind of my. My idea behind leveling up my first one as fast as I can, and you know, I can catch all the story bits on my second character. So it definitely. Are you, have you been playing any of this alone, Fist? Where you're like not in a party with a bunch of people and stuff? No, like for the most part, I've actually been playing um, mostly with Blade out of everyone else from the community. Okay. Um, a, a little bit with Chocolate at the beginning of the ten-hour trial, but then he, he he was you can't I'm doing finger quotations. He was working over the weekend, so I he wasn't able <laughs> he, he wasn't able hey, to join us. He's a shift own... manager, guys. That's serious. I don't know how you're a shift manager and you work sixteen hours a week. <clears throat> Moving on. So um, played a played a. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I've, I've played a little bit of randoms at time as well, like over the course of the ten-hour trial. So I've had a bit of a mix of playing with randoms and with Discord members, um, and yeah, I've never actually had done anything on my own over the whole point of it, and it's it's always enjoyable. The only the only downside I would say to playing with other people is that you do sometimes miss out on, like obviously we've dis- discussed the whole story bit, but it is more difficult to pay attention to the story when you're in a party with people. And and everyone's talking, yeah, like, in the party. So you do sometimes feel like you miss out. So I've got the subtitles um, activated anyway, so I tend to be like reading through them at the same time as listening to people, just in case. Because that's um, a, that's why I originally asked if you were playing it by yourself. Because like I love story in games, and that's usually like what draws me to certain games. But when I'm in a party with Moose, who could care <laughs> less about the story, and like my buddy, shut up, my buddy Tyler <laughs> that I played with a bunch. 
it's both of them could care. They're they're the skip the cutscene guys, and like with the actual cutscenes, I was like, all right, everyone, shh, shh. And then Moose would say something. Like, no, it's still it's still cutscene time. Everyone be quiet. <laughs> and I'm just sitting at the forge, <laughs> just tinkering with my robot. It's like, all right, are you guys done yet? <laughs> so yeah, I, I I don't know. I might have to go back through and listen. It's just that the stuff that I tried listening to, and I it's. It's Owen's fault, I swear to God. He's the reason <laughs> that I don't want to listen to any of the NPCs in Port Tarsus. Because he's there's, the worst. There's one guy, I think, that's probably worse than Owen. Like, oh, uh, good. His na- his, the, character's, yeah, the character's name is Neeson. And he's, like, stood... Like, you know where those giant doors are, like, opposite where you park up your javelin when you're not in it? Yeah. You, like, walk to uh-huh. the other end of the market area, and there's, like, these giant doors. He's, like, stood in just behind those doors, in between the two sets of giant doors. He just stood there, and when you talk to him, he's just made up a load of gossip. He's trying to gossip and tell you, make up a load of lies and stuff about other people in Fort Tarsus. And um, you can't help but think, like, man, this guy is, like, the biggest douche around, right, when you're talking <laughs> to him. It's, like, I, I, I knew straight away. I was saying this to Blade at the time when we were parted up as well and it's he, he's he's the worst as far as i'm concerned i can't wait to meet him <laughs> <laughs> he's got some stuff to tell you uh, uh so, I, like you said though the the gameplay is king in this game yeah that you know i i have a little bit of a, a, a reservation with the gameplay just because it seems like all the missions the missions that we've played so far are super repetitive so i hope that you know the game is a little more not thought out, but you know, there's, there's a little more depth to it. Yeah. As opposed to let's go find, you know, let's go find this person. You basically, I feel like a search and rescue guy. Cause we're always just rescuing <laughs> somebody and somebody's always in trouble and you've got to go get them or you've got to go retrieve something. And it just feels like we're the search and rescue and, you know, retrieval business for Fort Tarsus. Or like the last one is go plant this thing and then stand in this circle for X right. amount of time until, it's detonated or until... until it's or the research has been done and that what it is it's like some sort of data collection thing and let your gotta... ghost uh, at a terminal and then yeah. you say something and then Basically. a horde comes you yep. have to defend the terminal and yeah and that i think says a lot about like these are because fist when you said something about like the story you have to give them a chance blah 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 but like these are the like main story missions we're playing here and they're yeah. literally all the same three types of missions and if people are talking over the comms yeah, okay, you're just telling me a different dude's name that we're going to save for right. some reason. Another maybe... freelancer. Apparently, we're the only um, able freelancers in, in Fort <laughs> Tarsus because all we're doing is rescuing all the other ones because they get themselves in sticky situations. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's tough. It It's it's also a loot-and-shoot game, and a, a games-as-service game that's supposed to last us years. So, obviously, at the very base point of this it's obviously this will probably be the worst the game ever is right i think that's fair to say that it's only going to get better from here and it's it's not bad it's no it's 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 a whole lot of fun when you're in game fighting it's great it's just it seems that everything you everything that's going on outside of the actual combat seems pretty mediocre at best like fort tarsus is the worst place in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it might, well, it could be. They talk, Why are we trying to save this place? Like, this place sucks. Like, right, and they said they, like, made it so you didn't have to slowly walk around. So you do, you're, like, you're briskly walking now instead of walking slow as molasses. 
they didn't up the the walk around speed and it's like every person you need to talk to is in like a weird different corner of fort tarsus so you're just oh let me skip that stuff and all the load screens for the love of god i've never seen so many load screens i bought a 99 dollars solid state drive (laughs) in the middle of an anthem session because i was thinking about how much better my life could be if these these load screens just went a little bit faster that's what tipped you over if you want to edit any of your gear you have to Go into the forge. There Very shouldn't true. be a loading screen. I should hit start, and my loadout should be there. I want to. I'm in game and flying from a big open area into like a cave or something. You see loading a little screen. archway symbol, and that's when you know you're about to fly straight into a loading screen, and then you'll come out of it. But it's just, I don't know, in and out, in and out of these loading screens. And this game has been in development six years, right? I think that's right just seems like they really should have some of these edges a little more polished but their focus was obviously making the game look really good because it it is a looker for sure and like i said it feels good too. for the hundredth time the combat is great yeah it's it is kind of crazy though like all the like quality of life complaints you just had that that you know we give destiny a lot of crap but a lot of stuff they got pretty right on that and it's crazy to think that this came out in a post like d1 d2 world with these kind of like quality of life issues yeah so yeah i agree (laughs) like i said before this is the worst it's going to be and those quality of life things should be added throughout its life but yeah they definitely had a lot of time to look at these other loot and shoot games and look at the quality like, what of did they stuff. get right what did they get wrong exactly because think about it too like what was the biggest complaint people had with d1 d2 it's that you're in your ship in loading screens all the time can we cut down on these loading screens in the ship and they did to, like time and and they did it whereas like anthem's just like nah man loading screens <laughs> we're not even gonna put a ship in them just they're loading like so this is this is another crackdown like game for me where it's like if you know what you're getting yourself into if you know the issues that it has currently at this state um if you can get past those things you're gonna have a lot of fun and like right. if you're a loot and shoot person i still think you're gonna love this game is because just picking up the gear or like seeing your first like blue rare thing pop up on the screen is like oh my god it's something awesome let's see what it is uh, and that's know. that's one cool thing about this is that you don't actually know what loot you're getting until the very end so you pick up all these little like blue diamonds diamonds or green diamonds and then it tells you everything you picked up at the very end so you're just kind of like waiting and waiting and waiting until the end of the mission which is kind of of anticipation like you know you've got something rare and it's like oh i wonder what it is like until you it makes you want to get through the mission that little bit faster it's because they have to be decontaminated so there's a story (laughs) reason behind it uh division reference love it um yeah I don't know if anyone else has anything to add. I feel like I just talked for thirty minutes there. So, did you just go see a thieves on this, Risky? I think so. Yeah, but it wasn't all positive and gushing like Doc does. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, Anthem's it's good. The best game you know, ever. Uh, that reminds me, I need to pre-order the game. So, if you haven't done so, you got a couple days. Do it. All right, we good. Everybody talk about everything they wanted to talk about. This week in gaming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, great. I still, I still got to play Anthem, but yeah, other than that. Well, hey, you got plenty of time because this game's going to last at least 10 years. <laughs> There's a 10-year plan, guys. It's going to be great. Your freelancer will not carry over to the next game. 
<laughs> but you'll have a great loading screen at the very beginning of the next Port game. Port Tars is going to explode, did. and your vault is going to disappear. Yeah, I was going to say, did <laughs> it, couldn't you carry your character over, but they just blew everything up so you didn't matter? I think that was and pretty the, much it. Yeah, uh, I don't think. Well, yeah, because I thought you could transfer your character over, but then you no, know, you had you, you create minutes, a new one no matter what in yeah. G2. Yep. And then in about four years, EA will separate from Bioware. Yep. And then we'll get no. Anthem 2, and it's going to be the best game ever. <laughs> then we'll get Mass Effect and, and Mass Effect 4. Mass Effect Republic, and it's going to be great. Yep. All right. Um, okay, so we are going to move into a new segment to the show. This is we're already we're already running kind of long, but this is just a, <laughs> this is just an intro to what this new segment is going to be. Uh, the name of the segment is Game Pass Roulette, where every other week we roll the dice on a Game Pass game and let you, the audience, know if it's a hit or miss. So what we're doing here is we are randomly going to choose one of the games from Game Pass. I have a list of every single game in Game Pass at this moment, um, and I will obviously update it every other week um, when we need to do this. But we're going to put it into a random picker thing, and then for two weeks, the hosts and whoever, that's the cool thing, you can all join in. We're going to test out these games in Game Pass, and then we're going to let you know if they're good, if they're bad, worth your time, worth the download, and whatnot. So, with all the games in the random name picker, I'm going to click randomize. So excited. All right, so it's not WWE, Doc. I am sorry. Ah. I know that's what you were pulling for. Um, Next week. We actually got Hello Neighbor okay. for our right. first game, which I haven't touched right. it, and I wanted to look into it when it like, was first coming out. So this could be an interesting one. Um, we are that's going the to have with the joy. With the what? The joy. No, Just that's We Happy Few. Oh, dang it. This is with the crazy mustache guy chases you around, I yep, think. Yep, yep. Yeah, you're you're the you're the, the neighbor burbs. that's like snooping on him and stuff right? like. This is the yeah. burbs. Yes, yep. yes, basically okay. nailed yes. it. Yes, hundred percent. Um, all right, so now that we have our game, we will take the next two weeks uh, to play a little bit of it, play a lot of it, see how we're feeling about it. Um, everyone in the community, you guys can all feel free to play this game as well. We will have a channel in the Discord um, that's for Game Pass Roulette specifically. Uh, so feel free to talk about it there. Feel free to ask questions if you have questions for us for the show about this game. Um, and I don't know. Hopefully this is fun, a fun way to kind of uh, what what's the word I want to say uh, to p- pick through what's good and what's bad through here. No one, no one knows the word I'm thinking of. Sift. Uh, uh, good enough. Weed out the bad games. Yeah, sure. And it's. Base, find the diamond in the rough. Yes. How many more metaphors do you want here, Risky? We will find all the diamonds in the game pass <laughs> rough. <laughs> uh, that's all I wanted. So, obviously, uh, <laughs> this segment will be a little bit longer in two weeks because we'll actually be talking about the game. But, um, yeah. Game Get pass rid of the rough. bad apples. Where? Yeah. Well, yes. Thank you, Moose. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyways, with that... Let's get into the news. All right, Doc, what is in the news this week? Quick hits. Quick hits. So, um, in our ever-ongoing saga with Sony uh, and crossplay, we're into it, we're not into it, who knows 
kind of story. We're in beta. Uh, yeah. T- sorry, guys. It's ongoing beta. They're kind of testing everything out. Uh, this comes from Kotaku, and it's an interesting story because it's a uh, kind of like we heard one thing from Sony, and then people got out and was like, actually, nah. So here's how the story goes. A uh, recent interview with Game Informer, the chairman of Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios said the company, and this is, um, I'm sorry, this is, uh, what's, uh, Sean Layton is uh, the chairman of Sony Interactive, uh, said that the company was open for business. People keep saying, why doesn't Sony allow more people to have it? Uh, all it takes is for publishers and developers who wish to permission it, as ever, just work with your PlayStation account manager, and then they'll walk you through the steps that we've learned through our partnership with Epic on how this works. I don't believe right now there is any gating factor on that. I think there are open. I think we are open uh, to make proposals because Fortnite, uh, the Fortnite thing, has worked out really well. Um, so that came out of Game Informer basically saying, you know, like, hey, there's no issues. You just talk to your pay- your account guy and cross-play for everybody. We're all winning. So. Later that day, um, uh, on Reset Era, uh, basically, uh, Finn Bryce is the CEO of Chucklefish, who developed and published the recent Advanced Wars-inspired Wargroove, took issue with Layden's characterization in a thread about the interview on the game form uh, Reset Era, uh, quoted in saying, We made many requests for crossplay, both through our account manager and directly with higher-ups, all the way up until the release month. We were told in no uncertain terms that it was not going to happen. Just wanted to provide some balance on the issue and say that it certainly isn't a question of developers having not contacted their account managers or having dropped the ball, Bryce wrote. We were told emphatically, no. So, (laughs) turns out, uh, this is kind of a bad look for Sean Layden. I mean, because, you know, this is an ongoing issue that Sony's got, like, clearly Fortnite and Rocket League kind of forced their hand with their popularity, but... I don't think anybody's under any kind of guise that they don't want crossplay as the market leader. And it was kind of interesting. I don't know why Sean Layden got out and said the stuff he did, you know, to immediately just have a developer be like, nah, that ain't, that ain't the case, you know. Uh, what do you guys think about this? I think it's just Sony being Sony, right? Yeah. Kinda. And like, what? Wasn't it a few months ago that he was preaching about how they'll never do this? Like, I think his, his, yeah. his, literal pro, his literal quote, I just brought it up. On cross-platform, our way of thinking is always that PlayStation is the best way to play. Best place to play. Yeah. <laughs> so no, no cross-play. Like, oh, wait, maybe. Well, oh, well apparently, Risk, it's, it, all you got to do is talk to your account manager, man, and they just flip, they just turn it on. It's not a big deal. We're into so it. So no one you know? must have ever approached them. It's crazy. Yeah, it turns out nobody call. ever asked the account manager. It was that simple. Huh. Yeah. Well, good for you, Sony. <laughs> So kind of not a. This is something to where I like. I you have to imagine somebody at Sony's just like, oh my god, just turn crossplay on. Just, just stop this story. This is whatever you want. You can have it. Just stop. But like, this is why it will always be an exclusive machine for me. Yeah, same, same here. It's it's the HBO box. It's my, you know, high quality exclusive game machine, and that's that. Yeah. But. I don't know. I, I this is just continues to be a bad look. If I was Sony, I would just not talk about it anymore, right? It, would that not be the smart move to do at this yeah. point? Just be like we've already addressed it. Next question. Yeah. Or just like if if you are gonna cave and do it eventually, don't say anything about it. Just one day make your announcement. Hey, yeah. we have crossplay now. Like we don't need to talk about it. It's there. Everybody can stop complaining. Right. Then it, then it's a non-story, and you don't have to worry exactly. about it again. Like <laughs> yeah, like this is just like a guy coming out and kind of 
straight up. It's. I mean, he, am I correct here in saying that he kind of pretty much straight up lied? It looks like. I mean, just somebody's lying. Yeah, I know, mean, they they couldn't be any different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you could not have two different stories. Yeah, come they're out. They're just there. changing their mind. They're realizing what's good for gamers. <laughs> It's going to be they one of those didn't... things you can see that they'll be like they're, they're going to announce crossplay like really really quietly like and then they'll, like they'll it'll come up again at some point in the future and be like we, we announced that ages ago what are you talking <laughs> exactly. about and yeah, we've had it like, forever that's, 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 we've always been back into that. and find it it's buried there somewhere in the past we've always been into that yeah that's uh, I feel like Sean Layden's the type of person who's super easily offended like he always feels like he has to defend himself. Yeah, or he takes it personal in a weird yeah, way, exactly. like, I guess, you know? Yeah, yeah. Everything's I don't a know. shot at him, not his company. Yeah. Well, quick hits. Quick hits. Uh, moving on. Uh, Nintendo had a direct, guys. They had a direct. They had a thing. Yes. They had a direct. Uh, we had some pretty pretty good announcements come out of this. Um, so, uh, I, I guess, depending on what you're into or not into, uh, to me, the, the one that stood out right away was Super Mario Maker 2. Coming to Switch, uh, full-fledged sequel. Um, any of you guys play much Super Mario Maker One or played levels that were that made, was, or did you? Any, was you that know. just Wii U? That was just Wii U. Yes. I never played it. So no. <laughs> okay. Well, cool. That's uh, yeah. But okay. that that seemed uh, like one of those titles that kind of just like Mario Kart Seven and all these other games that are recently being ported. Like it seems like a perfect one. It's obviously not a port, but this is going to give people mm-hmm. the ability to experience what the Mario Maker games are, which is just Mario platforming. You don't even have to make stuff. It's called Super Mario Maker, but you can literally just play other people's levels and just play Mario. If right. you're into it, it's great. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, so it, it looked it looked cool. I, I I think the the thing that I thought was going to be the uh, most interesting to see was this. You know, the Wii U had a touchpad and a stylus. Which made a game like that, where you were editing levels, extremely, uh, I guess, easy and kind of straightforward. I guess you know. Whereas this does, obviously, the you know the Switch does not. So it'll be interesting to see how it kind of controls and stuff with all that. I bet it's um, all handheld with the because uh, the screen is touchscreen. Yeah. Oh, you're right. So maybe it is all handheld for the editor part. Then okay, yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Um, moving on, we've got uh, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Uh, this is a complete remake of the, I, I feel bad because I don't have the system that the original one came out on, uh, listed. Um, I would assume Super Nintendo. So, probably, yeah. I mean, it was definitely, it's definitely been a while, yeah. Um, I, I never played this Zelda. I know it's one where he, it begins with you washing up ashore an island. I lied. But I have never actually. Let me correct myself. <laughs> yeah. Game Boy and Nintendo 3DS. Okay, I thought it was. I thought it might have been a handheld. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, but it's getting a full remake uh, treatment, similar to uh, uh, a Link Between Worlds. Uh, it actually reminded me a lot of how that game looked, actually, uh, when they showed it off. So yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. Uh, any of you guys excited for this uh, for another Zelda game, or uh, you know, it sounds like none of us played that one, so this would be a fresh, a fresh game for us. This is a point of contention with me with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. They have these mobile games or, you know, mobile console games that they release for 35 bucks, and then they remake them, remaster them, whatever, and then they release them on the Switch for 60 This game feels about like a $30 <laughs> game to me. I, yeah. 
I completely yeah, agree. Yeah, with that said, because it's interesting you say that because when I compare it, because it looks just like A Link Between Worlds, that, that was a that was a 3DS game that was not a full-price $60 game. Yeah, right. I agree. And now it's a $60 game. Yeah. I'm Nintendo, Yeah, Nintendo... You you make a, you bring up a good point. I felt that way for a while actually, Moose, in the fact that I feel like Nintendo, right, rightfully or wrongfully, gets gets away with a lot on re-releases and and how they price re-releases. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this might be one of the most and charging sixty bucks for it. Yeah, and they really play off they play off people's nostalgia a lot and to a fault to where I, I get it. It's a business. You're in the business to make money, but like they they do stuff that is borderline anti-consumer when you look at how they price stuff, you know? Right. Um, but, you know, I'm sure this game will sell crazy, know. but, yeah. I paid 60 bucks for Mario Deluxe and uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, so, you know, they got me yeah. in and sinker. It, those yeah. were the saying that I'm happy games, about paying right? it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, hey, at least, at least those were at one point, you know, a, a full-price $60 game, but, like, you know. Yeah, like it, five years ago. Well, yeah. yeah. No, hey, I'm 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 on your side. I agree. I mean, I I 100% agree. That's but uh it, I've always kind of felt that way though. I've always felt that they kind of rip people off on that stuff, but people still buy them. So But isn't that kind of how everything has gone this like everything is a remake of like it feels like the movies everything is just being remade well, from the 80s now and but like, there's you, not a whole lot of new ideas new it, things out yeah you have that but then you have instances of like Resident Evil 2 where I can get behind paying $6 for that cuz that was a full remake from the ground up and you know and I can be like okay I get it like it's not fresh material but you didn't port this this was from the ground up you know um right where this kind of looks it, like it could have just been they took exactly this, what this it was is, and then just redid the graphics an they yeah, had the whole th- thing this is like <laughs> Yeah, this is a sequel to Link Between Worlds on 3DS that that is using the game the 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 storyline of uh uh the previous what is it uh, Link's Awakening yeah I mean like I I highly encourage people to look up to a Link Between Worlds on 3DS and this because it does look literally like the same same engine and everything it's running it, it's just it is that game but uh, I don't know you know like I said I'm sure it'll sell well and everybody went crazy about it so. You know, I don't know. It's Nintendo. We'll see. Uh, other announcements: uh, Tetris '99 uh, got announced and released. You guys like Battle Royale? <laughs> I have so yet to get this one. Um, but this is a genius marketing scheme for them, I think. I I agree. Actually, there's sometimes where I can totally appreciate when a company was just like, "Hey, what if we did this? That's crazy. All right, do it. Come play our free <laughs> game, thing. but you got to pay twenty dollars to get to it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's a whole other bag of, of issues. But yeah, I don't know. Any of you guys pick this up and play it? Actually, or not yet? Nope. nope. Not yet. Okay. Uh, I've heard I've heard good things about it. Actually, it, it's a cool it's idea. It's just ninety nine people playing Tetris, and you you can <laughs> yeah. knock people well, out with like. Yeah, you can choose who you send your lines to, or if you pick yeah. random, then it just sends it to you know whoever's in first place or yeah. Yeah. Cool idea, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, just to wrap up, there were other games uh, announced, but I kind of wanted to do some big hitters here. Um, Hellblade, actually, uh, is getting ported to Switch. Yikes. I thought that was kind of a... It looked e- terrible. Well, yeah, also yikes, yeah. Um, 
I feel like that's been the story with a lot of ports, though. It's like, I feel like you get the people being more along the lines of, oh, is it this cool that they managed to do this versus the people that are trying to be realistic about, man, how's this going to run kind of thing? But you do know? you really like, need to hear voices mobily? Like I, I sitting on the bus with headsets I, on. Just you definitely, you <laughs> definitely get the idea that this is definitely that Nintendo takes the skew of thinking like, oh, well, these are people that have a Switch and nothing else. But I'm like, how many people is that really? That, but maybe yeah. I'm wrong to think that. It feels but, like zero is the answer. <laughs> I think yeah, a lot of families I, have a Switch, kind of like the Wii was. And true. those families probably aren't playing Hellblade. No, playing Hellblade, not playing Hellblade. <laughs> or a game named Hellblade, or Wolfenstein, or Doom, or any of those Doom, other AAA ports. Yeah. <laughs> or a game named Doom. It yeah. was um, as far as this direct goes. It was Hellblade, and then uh, what's the horror slasher game that isn't Friday the Thirteenth? Dead by Daylight, I think. Yeah, yes, like yes, those two. Yeah. I was. I don't know. I don't really see that running too. well on this. You talk about yeah. running well. It doesn't even run well on an X, let alone a... Yeah, so... Uh, it's like it's like when they announced Ark Survival Evolved. It's like, can't wait to see how that runs like hot garbage on the <laughs> right. Switch. So. Just a bunch of gritting everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, also uh, worth noting, Fire Emblem Three Houses got Woo-hoo! announced. I'm sure there's Fire Emblem fans out there. So, Me and yeah. Shine. There you go. Anime. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, moving on. Quick hits. Uh, so this was uh, a... Uh, Came out as a rumor, later was verified by more than one person on varying uh, gaming websites, so it kind of looks like it is panned out as a possible leak. Uh, originally, a QA tester uh, came out and said on a Reset Era that Modern Warfare 4, would, which would be the next uh, game coming out uh, this year for Call of Duty, uh, was going to come with Modern Warfare 2 and 3 remastered, as well as a campaign. Uh, this was also uh, linked by several uh, websites, including GamingIntel.com. Um, two things. What do you guys think about the inclusion of the remasters? Now, when they say this, I'm still wondering, because didn't they do that with the other Modern Warfare, but didn't they charge it in a deluxe package to yeah, get the remaster? Yeah, it was like 30 bucks. I, I yeah, think it was yes. 80, 80 bucks total for that package. Yeah. Or you could buy just the remaster, like... and it was $30 okay. alone, standalone. Yeah, yeah. so... This insinuates, but I don't know how the QA test... Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I'm assuming he was given a survey or something, but uh, this insinuates it would... I take this as it's coming with the base package. It, I, otherwise, why would you say that, you know? But, Could be an Assassin's Creed type thing, too, where it's included in the uh, Season Pass or DLC. May, uh, maybe you're right, yeah. Um, the other thing, that the fact that it has a campaign, which is, you know interesting i think in the sense that like they proved this year that you don't really have to have a campaign and as long as you have a battle royale it doesn't matter you're going to sell like hotcakes uh so that's interesting but I, I think i still go back to the big question of do they still go the route I, and this is mainly for you like you two like risky and moose because i know you guys play blackout a lot do they still go the route of this will have a blackout mode not free to play in the 60 dollars version of the game Like, like, what, do you think they will still not separate the blackout to or the blackout mode to be free to play when the, with this new game? I don't even know if this new game is going to have a blackout mode. To be honest, oh, there's no it way it does. Uh, I think I think blackout or uh, black ops is the only game that they're. You think so? I think it's a update their battle. I think it's out. an Activision thing. Like right. Oh, because okay. this is All Infinity right. Ward making this next one. And I would assume Activision is like, well, we don't really need that because Blackout is going to be ongoing with Treyarch. But then it's kind of like if I was Infinity Ward and Sledgehammer, I think is the other one, it yeah. I would feel kind of screwed 
not yeah, being able totally. to have this battle royale mode that just rakes in the dough. So, see, right. I thought with how well it did, I thought it was just a, a, a default no brainer that it well, was going to. It's actually. just thought I heard on it's one of the podcasts last week that they announced that they were not going to have a battle royale mode. Oh wow, okay. It's just weird because yeah. if you if you think about it, then it would be like they they're on a three year cycle, so it's like you get one from each right. studio <clears throat> every year. So eventually you'd get these three Battle Royale games from the three different studios all trying to have, like, their Battle Royale be the best Battle Royale. But I also feel like they'd all be super similar because unless they add in, like, wall running and jumping, you pretty much just have Blackout anyways, like maybe with different guns and maps and stuff. But I don't know. See, I think it's kind of the way it got with Kill Perks at the end when they were all just trying to one-up each other and then basically you're (laughs) dropping a nuke on everybody and the game's over. Yeah. My counter to this would be, though, at at what point, though, does it not make sense to have a standalone free-to-play version, though? Because, like, with how how crazy good Apex is doing, you know, free-to-play standalone, not not attached attached to any Titanfall and is free to play. You don't have to pay for it. Like it's with how crazy good that is doing now, and with the proof of that model and how well it does with Fortnite, I I think it's crazy if Activision doesn't make a standalone free to play battle royale. I, I I mean I don't know. Maybe I'm the crazy one because they're still making money on battle royale and selling a sixty dollar game. So maybe I'm the one in the wrong here. But I don't know. It's just so and it's and it's even weirder to me than if only one studio does it every three years. I think that, you know, this is just my opinion, that they're trying to go free-to-play, but they don't know how to not piss off their loyal fan base. Yeah. Or or they don't want to let go of the golden goose that is Modern Warfare selling $60 every year. Right. Or or Call of Duty, yeah. Yeah. I think what they'd be more likely to do, this is just my personal opinion, I reckon that they'll come out with, like, just an amazing general multiplayer mode that has, like, all the maps for it. Like, as you said about them, obviously, remastering modern warfare 2 and 3 and just include like all of the multiplayer stuff from modern warfare 2 and 3 in with modern warfare right. 4 that'd be so to good. have like an absolutely huge like, like 40 m- just a general multiplayer oh, gosh, like expansion amazing, seriously right to include the, the those three games and then obviously obviously i don't know if they would be able to include the first modern warfare stuff in with that considering they've already re- re-released that just throw like, it in as a, a bonus maybe a few years ago so right. like one is also in here <laughs> I mean, that's what Activision's known for, you know, giving us free stuff as bonuses. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> so, could you, like, I wonder if we get, like, a Halo Collection style thing out of this. Yeah, that that's kind of what I was, that's kind that of what I dope. was thinking along the lines of, like, the sort of the Modern Warfare Collection yeah. type thing. So, I mean, oh Modern God. Warfare 1 and 2 so was good. my heyday, yeah, of Call of Duty for sure. Yeah. See, when they were selling that remaster, I, I downloaded it for, I think you had a trial or something through EA. And I played it, and it, it just didn't hold up for me. See, I, I was... And I was blown away the first time I played it on the PS3. I was opposite of that, at least for the multiplayer. I thought it was super nice. Because, I mean, when they brought one back out, that was when we were all getting the weird double jump wall running fatigue. So uh-huh. when they were like, yeah, we're, we're remastering Modern Warfare 1, and it's going to have the multiplayer, like all the maps. And it's like you only had like four or five guns to pick from. You had like three yeah. different... Uh, whatever they're called, the things you can call in, like the UAV and stuff. Yeah. It was yeah. just airstrikes. And stuff, it was yeah. pretty awesome going back to just only having the, so many options and like the movement and the gunplay was the same. And yeah. All right. Here's another. Uh, here's this week's Moose's moment of shame and gaming. Yes. 
<laughs> I played through Modern Warfare and just went and traded it back in. I just played the campaign and went and traded it back in. So you never even played any of the multiplayer? <laughs> nope, never played any of the multiplayer. Oh, I had it. so many hours <laughs> into that multiplayer. Oh. So actually at GameStop, the guy's like, you sure you want to trade this in? The multiplayer <laughs> this is kind of a hot thing here. right now. Have you checked out the multiplayer? <laughs> oh, that's funny. I was like, no, I'm good. I like campaigns. We're good. And I got my seven dollars for my sixty dollar game back, and <laughs> and oh everything God. was happily ever after. <laughs> so there you go. There's a story to make fun of me for. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens. I'm sure uh, around E3 we will uh, learn more about what the next. Because uh, because didn't Activision last year they had their own event right before E3. Were they one of the one I can't, I can't keep? I can't I think they were. I think they announced anymore. it. I'm almost yeah. certain they announced it beforehand because they weren't at PS. They weren't at the PlayStation. Uh, well, they're weird, whatever you call it. They had last year, but they weren't in that. So I'm pretty sure they had theirs before. Because yeah, they did. Because remember that was the guy up on stage being like, "And are we gonna have wall running? No!" <laughs> All the people yelling. <laughs> like it's so weird. It's like you guys were the guys that did that last time. Why are you? Why are you down in your That's own thing? Funny. Okay, weird. Oh. Anyways, okay, uh, so we'll learn more about it then, I'm sure. Um, Quick hits. Moving on. Uh, Bioware says that they are not done with Mass Effect. There's lots of stories to be told. Oh, yeah. This comes... <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, comes out of a Polygon article recently published, a uh, studio profile on Bioware talking about their past and future projects. In the article, studio leads Casey Hudson and Mark Dara both reflected on Mass Effect as a franchise confirming that Bioware is not done with it, which... I mean, I want to say no dub, but like you better not be done with it, also. So. But also maybe don't be Mass Effect Andromeda too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, there's a good game in Mass. Like I know yeah. Andromeda gets a lot of hate. There is a good game in there, but man, did they launch that and, in the worst way and possible? I'm, I'm not, it looks good now, right? And I'm not shitting on yeah. that game. I just think I need a new, a new group of characters. I need a bunch of I, new I can agree with that. I don't want Risky I, I didn't necessarily like the protagonist to, either uh, to be promiscuous yep, with 100%. Like those <laughs> yeah, that group didn't gel in the same way that like Shepard and Garrus and all of them from oh, the original totally, trilogy oh gelled like yeah, you, you know what I mean they, those the old Mass Effect games were so freaking Mass good. Like, Mass Effect 2 yep. I still <laughs> is like Top, Best game of all time. Like maybe top five all time. I mean, the T-1000 you fight at the end is a little weird, yep. but other than that, you know, <laughs> pretty good. Um, <laughs> moving Wait, on. on. Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you're good. Uh, what, I just wanted to say this to Fist. I was thinking when you are reading this, let's just cross our fingers that all of that great story we're supposed to be getting from Bioware, those guys are working on the next Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Risky? <laughs> you saying the A-team didn't get on the story department on Anthem? Anthem? I don't think so, guys. I don't. <laughs> okay. Sorry, guys. We're all right. a story game. <laughs> just, wait, just wait till 40 hours in. Owen's got a lot of stuff oh, to I say about the, uh, <laughs> about the Anthem, you know, let me tell you. <laughs> All right. We will take up half your trial. I suggest the B button. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag don't let Owen ruin your trial. <laughs> there's there's a reason that I'm level twelve and used all my ten hours, yep. and there's a reason and there's a <laughs> and there's there's a reason that like you guys are all level twelve and you've still got five hours yep. left. That's so funny. <laughs> Owen's still talking up, somewhere Owen. in uh. Yeah, Owen's still talking in Thousands Games somewhere. <laughs> like, he's still talking to him about the mission. <laughs> All right. 
Quick hits, moving on. Um, Activision confirms uh, per GameStop or GameSpot, uh, GameStop rip, uh, GameSpot that Activision uh, is parted ways with uh, Destiny and Bungie uh, for lack of sales on Destiny 2 is the reason they cited the split in that it was uh, not so much a Bungie decision but a Activision decision. Um, what do you guys think about that? Nobody cares about your dirty laundry. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's done. Who cares, right? I guess. Nobody but... cares who cheated at the end of the relationship. It's over. <laughs> did Bungie, I mean, Bungie never came out and said that it was their call, did they? Or did they? <laughs> Not that I know of. Not that I know of. This does seem kind of like a, uh, a well, yeah, I mean, like, the. I'm dating a way hotter girl now, so yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, that's, that's yeah, they had what, Bungie. record, record? Uh, profits or something this year? Oh, oh yeah, that was yeah. Oh yeah, they announced yeah. So last week we should also state like, and then they which laid is off terrible thing. They laid off eight hundred people across yeah. their After studios. Their best yeah, earnings of all time. Uh, after they opened up their they call with the, call the with uh, record earnings, yeah, on their on their call, which is like, man, what a way to uh, to lead into that. You're all getting raised. Um, oh, I just saw, kidding. I saw a meme online that said. Uh, to start off the layoffs, they, they handed out 895 loot boxes with an 8% oh. chance of keeping or losing your job. <laughs> too soon, Moose. Too soon. <laughs> too That's so good. I thought it was hilarious. That's such a good meme. Oh, they, they, uh, they did have... Uh, I, I saw Ubisoft uh, poke fun at Activision where they... Uh, uh, posted a transcript of their uh, earnings call they had, and it was they also had a record uh, uh, quarter, and they said record quarter zero employees laid off. <laughs> it's like, it's like it's yeah, one of those big big companies. Oh, it might be Nintendo. They they will not lay people off because they think I, that uh, job security makes them work better. I, and I wonder if maybe that's even a Japanese thing at that point. You know, like mm-hmm. they don't um, fire you; they but, just cut uh, your head off with a samurai sword. But no, it's, it's, like, it's I called seppuku. Risky. Oh, my Microsoft totally I just different. read this <laughs> this I, week. I'm... Microsoft, uh, when they were developing all the Windows stuff, they had a project called uh, Windows Dogs, and it was for the engineers that weren't performing, and they'd have to go down and basically archive all these dogs, and it was basically like a compilation uh, world book encyclopedia of dogs. <laughs> they had to go look up oh, wow. all these facts. And that like is some messed up them. level yeah. of. Uh... And that's how he incentivizes <laughs> engineers to work better and work harder. Is Whoa. So they wouldn't get put on Project Dogs. Whoa. Yikes. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. At first, that I thought would... you were just saying they went down to a basement and played Nintendo Dogs, which I'm like, I've <laughs> heard of worse you know, things to do, but. I wouldn't say that the job security Basically, thing is definitely a, a Japanese room. thing, though. Like, I mean, look what happened with Kojima. Yeah. So Actually, that's a good point to the whole Japanese thing to counter. Yeah, Konami isn't exactly known for their uh, their workplace uh, uh, employee friendly practices. So <laughs> maybe maybe Nintendo should be applauded for that. Yeah. Right. So. Anyways, that is the uh, news for the Quick week, hits. guys. Woo! Got Quick it. Hits. All right. So we'll end on some new games and a couple PSAs. <laughs> well, a, a new game. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Moose, take us through new games and a couple PSAs. If you haven't heard, um, new AAA game coming out Friday. Um, Anthem, I'll be there. I'll be there. Look for me. Um, There's also a handful of games out on PlayStation that I'm not aware of what they are or how they are, but I I assume, or I watched a video, and I think they're all Japanese RPG games. So if you're into that, Cabo, um, (laughs) go ahead and check those out. You know who you are. 
and the Switch will have another 300 games out this Thursday. So you know, can't. <laughs> there's no way to keep We're, track of that. I like how the, I like how Switch is basically renamed shovelware to indie titles now. Like it's like uh, it's, yeah, it's quite it a bit of shovelware. The, put it on the eShop. It'll be yeah. we'll sold for four bucks. Gunman Clive. <laughs> And uh, let's see. So uh, we got some crossplay news. Paladins is uh, crossplay, cross possession. No, not possession. Cross progression. <laughs> cross party. Not possession works. <laughs> is now available to Xbox, Switch, and PC. Keyboard and mouse support are available as well. I tried to do this last week, and I found through the website that it's not going to be available till the 27th. So um, if somebody oh, has okay. been able to link it together, let me know how to do it because I have not figured that out yet. Um, also, Smite, Smite Patch 6.1 brings crossplay and cross-progression between Xbox, Switch, and PC. Where's all the PlayStation um, crossplay? Well, they get, they got to talk to their accountants, <laughs> and then they can turn it off. Yeah, they so. just need to get with their game account reps. Yeah, and, their manager. Uh, yeah. Follow the proper channels. Oh, they yeah. should be okay, there. Okay, got it. Yeah, I heard Sean Layden talk about it. It's super easy, actually. He don't know why they haven't done it yeah, yet. And then let's see. Uh, <clears throat> Switch Online added a couple new games. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 and Kirby's Adventure. If you're up for some nostalgia, go back and play those. And uh, games that are leaving Game Pass at the end of February. So if you want to uh, get in on these, you got to get in on them in the next 10 days or so. They're going away. Avon Quality, Dovetail Games, Euro Fishing, Kyub, K-Y-U-B, I think that's how you say it, Lumo, Massive Chalice, Mega Coin Squad, Shadow Warrior, Sonic CD, and The Final Station. Um, Real quick, I, I will say... Or go ahead, Roos, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I think they're safe going away because none well, of those are on my hard right? drive. I, I would say Evan yeah. Colney and Final Station are both pretty good. If, if you were going to, like, I would say, PSA, if you were going to, like, check out any of those before they left, Evan Colony is really good, like a, a uh, more dumbed-down version of, like, uh, City Skylines, a uh, more relaxing city builder, I guess you could say. And then Final Station is a pretty cool um, 2D like survival uh ammo conservation game where you're going uh using a train to go from like town to town in like right. the uh uk after a post-apocalyptic zombie outbreak i think i watched good. a trailer for this and it's kind of like old graphics yeah it like, is totally yeah. and you're a conductor yes okay totally uh it, kinda yeah but it, it it's actually got a pretty good story to it i would i recommend it and it's not super long it's like maybe four or five hours at the most so well good thing we didn't land on any of those for a game Pass roulette, huh? Yeah, right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. We we'll have to look into that in the future. <laughs> Games not to add because they will be leaving within two weeks. WWE wasn't on that list though, so fingers crossed. Next time. Well, there's a lot of games for that random generator name picker thingy to pick. So, good luck, Doc. <laughs> it happened yeah. once. I don't think it'll happen again. <sighs> Debbie Downer. Anyways, let's plug this show up. Sorry for the longevity. It's been a long one, but it's been a good one. I think. Um, <laughs> what could we do better? Uh, better content, yes. Um, <laughs> so, first and foremost, head to crossatlanticgaming.com. That is our website that has links to everything that we do and everything that's happening. Um, Discord. Discord's where we all talk daily links for that are in the show notes come hang out uh if you'd like to support us with your hard-earned money you can head on over to patreon.com slash cag podcast uh we just recently had our game drawing shout out to viva Le sweeney for winning that one um so plenty of time 
to sub and Patreon if you'd like to be included with next month's drawing. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, you can follow us at CAG Podcast. We are active there every day. Um, and lastly, CAG Podcast at gmail.com. Um, send anything there that you feel like you need to communicate through email, <laughs> which doesn't seem like it should be much. But monthly mailbag. I think that goes to chocolate, so that's where you can send the hate. Yeah, send all hate mail to CAG Podcast at gmail.com. Make it as vulgar as you want because he doesn't actually read them. He has hired help that reads them. So, And somebody please send him some dick pics because he keeps asking me and I will not do it. <laughs> well, there you go. And there's that. If you want to get a hold of me or find me, I am at Risky the Kid everywhere. Doc. <laughs> Doc H1X1 everywhere. 10,000 fists. 10,000 fists everywhere except for Twitter. F Twitter. And Moose. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Moose and Stein, 8314, on most places. And PlayStation. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot. Can you remind us? Go back to the two episodes ago. And Aww. <laughs> and with that, thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. Peace. See you. Bye-bye. Hashtag don't let Owen ruin your trial. Actually, it's a Bioware game. You might be able to later. So, uh, yeah, fair. That might have been one of the options yeah. that we skipped past. They, they talked was... about adding. Ro- they talked about adding romance options. So, hey, well, we, we clearly didn't choose the right dialogue option. So, why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. <laughs> Wait, that was good, risky thing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>